Hi, my name is Adam Levine. And this is Kevin. And this is episode 16 of Triple Fried, a podcast about pop culture and the strangeness of advertising. How you doing, Kevin? I'm good. 16. Man, we're we're uh, our sweet 16 episode. Do we get like the uh, obnoxious Porsche entrance? Where we get to ride in and have all of our friends like love us and hate us at the same time for yep. showing them up. Yep, and all of our dresses are going to look way better than theirs. Mm-hmm. And then we can have like our first awkward uh, dalliance with a boy like mm-hmm. at the end of it. <laughs> Do we use tongue? Do we not use tongue? I don't know. Like it's very handsy. A lot of sweat. A lot of lot of clammy sweatiness. Sweet sixteen. There we go. We're we're good. Those are all of the requirements for a sweet sixteen. So how about you, Adam? How are you? <laughs> actually, I didn't actually answer the question. I'm fine. I'm yeah, surviving. Good. You know. Good. <laughs> how about you, Adam? I'm 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 good. I'm great. I'm having a good time. Something I found out uh, not too long ago uh, was uh, I spoke to uh, spoke to my folks. I hadn't mentioned the the podcast, so I said, uh, "So um, kind of doing a thing." And they said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Kind of doing a podcast." And my mom goes, "Mm-hmm," and they didn't they didn't really react. I said, uh, "Did you have to explain what a podcast is?" Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what the 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 drop in reaction was. I couldn't read them, and uh, and my mom said, uh, "Yeah, we know." <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, "With Kevin, right?" And I said, uh, "Yes." I mean, I, I'm completely surprised by the reaction, and I said, "Hmm." I said, "Have you have you listened to it?" And my mom said, uh, mm, I, li- "I listened to the first, uh, you know, few minutes of the first one. I'm good." <laughs> Was it quite her cup of tea? <laughs> and then, and then I looked at my dad, and he said, "She said you were doing a podcast with Kevin." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, he said, well, what, what? That was it. That was it. That was, and I said, okay, well, I didn't know if you had heard about that, and I guess you have, and now, to add just a little extra layer of awkwardness, um, my wife was at this dinner, and uh, I had been somewhat reluctant, to be honest, about sharing it with my folks, because I didn't know what, you know, what they would say or how they would react. And I was a bit concerned because, you know, we're saying some silly stuff and uh, who knows. So, um, And uh, I think they they came up once with the whole parental betting issue, I think. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, there's literally an episode where we joke about how my father's going around the, the country, like teaching people how to have sex. Like there's, yes. it's not... You know, my folks get their fair share of spunk too. So. Yes, you're, you're, yeah, your your parents are doing all sorts of uh, questionable things. But I, um, you know, so I didn't know. So by me not saying anything for a while, my wife was really like, "You should, you should say something. You should just say something. Like just tonight at dinner, just mention it." So I did, and this is what came back. And then I kind of looked at her, and she gave me a look like. I support you. <laughs> You're like the the family secret shame is this podcast. <laughs> so that's that's how I've been. <laughs> so your mom heard a few minutes, and your dad just heard from your mom that a podcast existed. Exactly. Yep. Uh, well, they're really not our key demographic. <laughs> well, I mean, not for nothing. Now, I mean, the pressure's really off. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's no chance they're gonna stump if they, they know it's there and they decide just to not partake. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? If they change their minds, awesome. And if not, 
fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, you know, no no offense, right? But I don't do the show for them. I do it for, you know, me and you. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, we we do have some fans. I'll say that because I forgot to post the, the, the episode last month online. And I had at least three people who don't know each other all say, oh, what happened to the podcast this month? So I was like, oh. I actually, I actually had a friend of mine text me and was like, hey, man, where's the podcast for April? Like, hey. ah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So you know what? That means someone out there gives a shit. At that, least five. At least five at people. At least five people. So I'm good and that's with including, And that's including me and you. <laughs> <laughs> hello, four, hello, three fans that aren't us. <laughs> nice. And, and I'm good with that. So hey, success. That's fine by me. All right, so uh, let's get into the show's topics. Sounds good to me. Okay, so just to uh, recap the format that I probably don't have to recap for the three people who already know it, but we're going to have topics that I'll list off in a moment, and Kevin has no idea what they're about, so he picks what sounds interesting to him, and we see where it goes. Indeed, I do. Here's a list of topics we might be talking about. We got Tall Boy, Mm -hmm. Revealing Disappointment, (laughs) has nothing to do with what I just told you. (laughs) Uh Sad squeeze mm-hmm. and mega forced. Hmm. So, where would you like to begin? Uh, I want to start with Tall Boy. Very good. We'll go with Tall Boy. Durham, North Carolina. Mm. It's home to a lot of things. The Duke Blue Devils. Mm. But it's it's also now home to something that uh, that's internet famous. And, uh, and that is a specific railway bridge, a, uh, an overpass on a fairly busy road. And why is it famous? Well, there's a guy who works across the street that, you know, overlooks this little railway bridge. And uh, one day he looked out his window and it was a loud noise that, that brought him there. And he saw that there was a tractor trailer that tried to go under the bridge and... It was crushed because, you know, it just you know, rammed right into it. It was too tall. Okay, okay. So he was... Uh, was, it, was it stuck or was it, like, destroyed? Like Based on the facts that I have for the story, uh, it would lead me to believe that it was stuck and messed up. Was the driver killed or is no, that no, no. not important? No, driver's not killed. Um, so the box the box on the back of the 18-wheeler got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, got knocked up. Okay, yeah. all right. So... So, you know, he, 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 you know, he came to his window, he saw that, and, uh, okay, so that's, that may, might have normally been the end of things, except that a couple weeks later, he heard a noise and went to the window and saw the same thing with a different truck. Okay. So, he started asking around, and he heard from people that this is a little bit more common than you would, you would think, and so he decided he was going to set up a video camera to see if he could possibly capture one. Okay. What he discovered is fairly horrifying, disturbing, and also an incredible reflection on the stupidity of people. Because he has countless hours of footage back to back of everything from tractor trailers, RVs, rent-a-trucks, boats... Anything that you could possibly imagine that's tall, trying to and completely failing to go through this underpass. Well, well, okay. (laughs) 
So much so that he set up a second camera from another angle from a coffee shop that allows him to just film 24 hours a day. So do you see like sparks and stuff or shit fly off and you see all of that. Like you'll see you'll see a camper with the uh, you know they got the the top air holes on it. Uh-huh. Uh, slice clean off. Sometimes they go through and then it falls off like the whole uh-huh. back of the cab. Other times it hits so hard and low that the front of the truck, you know, lifts up. And other times, it, they just it just goes in and it peels back like a can of sardines. Like it's just <laughs> unbelievable. And so now you, you start to think, and you're like, man, they should really do something about that bridge. Like that's really messed up. Like if this happens so often, they should do something about that bridge. Of course, that's what you would think. You would also think, you know, what he did, which was fucking put this on the internet because oh my god, <laughs> I'll plug that website. It's called elevenfoot8.com. Okay. Because that's the height of the bridge. Okay, I gotta look this up after the show. Yeah, it's the number eleven, the the word foot, uh, and the number eight. But you read on, and you're like, well, what's to be done here? What could possibly be done to to help avoid this? And you think, well, they should probably put up some signs. There's probably not enough proper signage. And you read the article, uh, you know, like the write up that he has, and guess what? Not only were there signs, as a result of a lot of this going on. There's a ton of signs. There's signs for like at least a mile leading up to this. In each direction, probably. Probably. And then he he said, uh, okay, so that didn't matter. So then the city installed like these flashing lights that when you get within a certain distance from the bridge, that they flash to, you know, give you further warning. And there's height restriction signs. It's not just like low bridge ahead. Like there's all of this. Now, all right, so if I'm just a schmuck who rents a truck to, you know, throw some stuff in storage, okay, maybe I don't fully understand on the first day and only day I'm driving this device how tall it is and I forget and I fuck up. Okay. Mm -hmm. But everyone else is totally inexcusable. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was was amazing. That's what I was thinking. I, I. I mean, I guess people just don't know how tall their vehicles are. They just don't give a shit. They don't, or they don't. They're not paying attention, or and the bridge, the bridge itself, predates like a lot of modern transportation. It was there, um, and it's owned like by this rail company. And the rail company people are like, "Why don't you just raise the bridge?" And the rail company's like, "Why don't you just pay us to raise the bridge? Fucking millions of dollars to raise a bridge when we have signs that say don't fucking drive under it." Yeah, you think about how to raise raise a bridge, a railroad bridge. Like you'd ha- not only would you have to raise the bridge up, would be expensive, but you also have to raise the approach for like God knows how many miles. You'd have to put a grade up, yeah, and then a grade down. Yeah, like that would that would be a huge project to raise that bridge just like two feet. Right. You know, people are like, well, then you should dig into the street. Dig, dig the road out, yeah. Yeah, and the city's like, um, or no, because that's also expensive, and go fuck yourself. So this has been going on for decades. Yeah. There's actually, and this is on the site, historic old photographs of this event. <laughs> but so I'm also worried about the structural integrity of this bridge. Like, how many things... You don't have to be. You know why? Okay. It's Why? Because the bridge company, when they realized this started happening way back when, um, or the, the rail company, they reinforced the hell out of this bridge, and it's like a tank. <laughs> so it's just a, it's just a killer now. Just they, a, they just a truck killer. <laughs> there's metal trusses that reinforce this bridge 
before, like, the trucks never even hit the actual track. Like, they're hitting shit ahead of that. Like, Good lord. Because it's that big of a fucking problem. So it's just like this bridge of from hell. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is I, there's a tiny part of me that's like, wow, like, uh, you know, you go to, you ever go to like a drive through and they'll actually have like a sign like, you know, clearance this many feet because they don't want somebody to come in yeah. and rip their fucking awning off. And yeah, I, I, well, but they're, that's what this has. But I never know how tall the vehicle I'm in is. Like, I just assume like, oh, I'm in a car. I'm okay. Um, I, I have a truck now, a pickup. It's not like, I don't have like, it's not raised up or anything like that. It's just, you know, standard issue, um, like F-150. Right. Uh, I was actually, I actually went to dinner at this restaurant that had a parking garage underneath of it and I went in and there was a height restriction but I'm like I'm in a regular old trip pickup truck you know there's no big deal mm-hmm. I swear I swear when I got out of the truck there was maybe 2 inches between the top the roof of my truck <laughs> and the bottom <laughs> concrete of this deck that there was I was in and I'm like, man, thank God there's no speed bumps in here. I'd be fucked. <laughs> but, like, I remember, like, sitting there, like, like, like my antenna. I have a little antenna topper on my antenna. Yeah. And, like, the it kept it was hitting every single, like, cross beam. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just, look, like, looking these things, like, and I'm, like, I'm ready to hear it. Like, as I go under. <laughs> and then I'm, like, I have no idea how tall my truck is, you know? Yeah. And then I see these people who have F-150s, same exact truck, but they're, like, raised up and have, like, the super wheels on it and stuff. I'm, like, man. You guys are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy says that it's it's about an average of one to two a month. Really? That I thought there'd be more than that. Well, I mean, he's been recording it for years. I don't know. Still, though, one to two a month is a big problem. One to two a month? That's still, like... That's a lot. And then if they get stuck, they've got to get some kind of like heavy lifting machinery in there or some cutting machinery to get it out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Not to mention the loss of time of the shipping of the the goods that were in the truck or whatever. And oh, yeah. So if you've, if you've ever been curious to see what like what it looks like if, uh, if, if a truck was like a Pringles can, like... <laughs> <laughs> but you, could you? I, I feel. I mean, those. That, it really sucks for those those truckers who it's their job to deliver whatever they're yeah. delivering. And they, oh, it's awful. But but could you imagine the people who just drive under there and whatever it is just gets chopped off and they don't know until they get wherever they were and they're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, this their sailboat is now a powerboat because there's no mast. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people being stubborn as shit. <laughs> Just you know what? Maybe maybe it's maybe it's stubborn, or maybe it's just like um, just hubris. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, eleven foot. What? Fuck you! I can fit. Uh, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of reminds me. There's a bridge um, that's uh, on the. There's there's this main highway around here called Pulaski, and then there's a you know another road that runs parallel with it, and there used to be this connecting thing called Moore's Lane that would mm-hmm. go in between the two. And, and Pulaski Highway is a big like four lane major like it runs all the way north up and north and south in the area Mm -hmm. and then so you go down moore's lane which is you know two lane road and then it goes over a wooden one lane bridge that goes over the top of a railroad yeah and and like what how old is this fucking bridge (laughs) um to the point where they have a sign that's like please blow horn uh before going over the bridge to make sure that nobody else is coming from the other side (laughs) and it would like rumble and like you could hear and then eventually 
I, I don't know if it collapsed, but they, they condemned it. They condemned the damn bridge. <laughs> so now you can't use it. You know what? I mean, but that's, and that's 100% just the stubbornness of like, well, I'm not paying for it. Fuck you. I'm not paying exactly, for it. Exactly. Exactly. I'll pay for it, I guess, when it collapses and kills people. Well, sure. I guess I'll have to pay for it. I mean, I don't know if it actually did collapse. I don't, I, I mean, I never heard anything, but all of a sudden they just had like, you know, bridge closed signs up all over the place <laughs> and like, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> bridge closed because it predates every modern bridge. I mean, for God's sakes, it was it was wooden, and I, it was open. It was open as I'm saying as recently as I'd say 2008. It was wow. still open. Yeah, wow. like a one lane wooden bridge that connects two major arteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it was open for a century longer than it should have been. <laughs> yeah, you know when you get past a hundred. You don't want termites to be a major factor in the integrity of your road structure. Some people, I tell you. Yeah. So that's a thing. Mm, I got to look that up after this. Totally. All right. I think it's time. I think it's time to move on to something else. Sounds good. Sounds good. Where would you like to go? Oh, let's see. We got revealing disappointment, sad squeeze, and mega forced. I'm gonna go with sad squeeze. Mm, Okay. There was a commercial. Ooh, I love I love commercials. Yeah, there was a commercial that came on and uh, and I had I had to pause it because I couldn't be the only one to see this thing and and talk about like I couldn't just let it couldn't let it go on by. <laughs> yeah, and and if uh, if I had been alone, I, I would have had to just record it. So I was watching uh, I was watching like uh, Nickelodeon or something like that. It was it was one of those networks. And uh, there was a there was a commercial, and it's it's kooky and wacky, and for you know for no good reason other than it's for you know a kid's toy. And it starts off, you've got uh, a mother, what I can imagine is maybe her son and his you know three multiracial friends, right? Okay. <laughs> and they're all hanging out, and they're mm-hmm. they're 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 playing a game. And there's a big long yellow dog. Okay. And it looks like sort of like a like a like a mini wiener dog. <laughs> Dachshund, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, wiener dogs. Is it is, is it, it a, po- is it a real dog? No, like no, a live dog. Okay. No, no. This is the toy. This is the toy. Okay. You see these kids, and they start playing with this clay, and they put it into a little mold, and then they push down, and it makes a little bone, like a little play-doh bone. Okay. And one kid puts the bone in the dog's mouth and the other kid takes the tail and kind of pumps it a bit like a like a water pump like you just kind of yeah like you like, know like up and down mm-hmm. like a lever yeah all right and i guess it wasn't totally clear on what the rules are or how it works but let's just say you do that enough times and uh that that play-doh bone poops out its butt <laughs> and that's the game that's the game? <laughs> Do you win? <laughs> it's it's called Doggy Doo. And <laughs> and the, and the, and the, the the catch the catchphrase for this is Doggy did what doggies do. <laughs> so let's just teach children that feces is a plaything. <laughs> <laughs> you pump a device until it shits out the Play-Doh bone. Now, is it is it still a bone form or has it like molt throughout the dog's internal no, mechanism no, has structured nope. itself into like a turd? It's it's a turd. It's no longer a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and this this is this is the game. This is where we're this is where we are in in life. So wait, is it like one of those things where like 
Like there was an old game called like Don't Wake Daddy. Oh yeah. Where like you would like where you would like pump the alarm clock and like randomly the dad thing would wake up and you lost because oh you woke daddy. Is it one of those things like you just pump the tail and uh, eventually it will shit and like if it shits you lose or if it shits do you win? I don't understand the game here. <laughs> there are no losers in this game. <laughs> And and they're not beating around the bush. I mean, it's it's called Dougie Doo. Yeah, like, of course. It's it's not. They're not even sugarcoating it. Um, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's right. I forgot. They were they were shovels. Like there's part of part of it is like shoveling I, up the dog poop. You you have to. Yeah, I think you have to catch it. What? That, what is this game? I think I think you're one of you know four players who have to catch it. And like it's how many pumps you get. That's I think what the die is for. So like if you roll a six, you gotta pump six times and hope it doesn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game. Who makes it? Is it Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley or like t- Twisted Fuck Games? Like who the- <laughs> I, I, I don't know who makes it. I don't know who makes it, man. I watched this video so many times. The overacting of the mother to love the love the hell out of this thing. Like, this is... Because it's doing her parenting for her. Like, that's why she loves it. She'll be mother of the year in no time. Because she's okay with her kids playing with shit. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing this guy sitting on a park bench. And he's like, he's really like, oh man, I'm about to lose my job at the toy company. I, I haven't had a good idea in, in weeks or, or months or years. And he's sitting there and he looks over and he sees like a Doberman squatting and taking a shit in the grass. And he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is it. I'm on to something. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> this dog just sitting next to him going, <laughs> and he just sees, and he just sees gold falling out of its anus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us again, uh, Phillips. How did you come up with this idea? <laughs> or, or you even take it to another level, and like he just, he was home with his kids, and his kids like were like they he come in from outside, and they're playing with a dog turd, and he's like, kids do like playing with shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make him shit that can actually play with and not get sick. It's non-toxic. <laughs> and like you have to you have to catch it. You have to catch it. It's it's part of the game. <laughs> you know there's a there's a bunch of games out there that have like you where you make the game pieces out of Play-Doh or clay. Right. And, and none of the whenever you have to there there's like whatever you have is a when your game piece is a malleable substance, you know you're in for some bad shit. <laughs> There's one that I specifically remember called the Grape Escape. Okay. Where you would actually you would make your there was these molds and you would make uh, you would make your game pieces and they were these little grapes that were like you know um, had human features. They had like hands and eyes and they were like ooh they had like this like look on their face like ooh. <laughs> um, they were grapes apparently. I mean they, they kind of weird. But sure. you would go through this like obstacle course almost, kind of like a mousetrap type thing. But it was pre-built. It wasn't like mousetrap. You actually build the trap. Well, this was already built, and there were these three sections of this game board mm-hmm. where if you landed on them, you had to turn this crank, and it would murder. What? <laughs> it would murder your grape piece. What? <laughs> there were three. There were three methods. Three methods of death, okay? 
one oh, no. one of them you would your, your little guy would stand there and these big scissors would come sideways and chop it in half <laughs> like separate the top top half from the lower half oh good good okay another part there was this giant shoe with this like really like like cleats basically <laughs> smashed down on this on your grape's face <laughs> and the other one was this was this rolling pin that would roll over it and crush it against the ground wow and the thing that's so fucked up about it so yeah you you're, you have these little like anthropomorphic uh, an- I, I can never say that word anthropomorphic there we go, anthropomorphic uh, grapes, mm-hmm. and like, and and you're killing them, yeah. And like, but then if you, the commercial oh, no. was done in was done in claymation, oh. and like they actually show them like getting like rolled over with the rolling pin and smashed with the boot in and like, pain? oh yeah, and they're singing. <laughs> Why and, did you want this game? The, the background music was um I don't know the name of the the song, but it's like that that Italian la da da. And I don't remember the words, but all I remember is like there, there's some guy singing. He has there's words to it. Right. It's this jovial, jaunty Italian, t- stereotypical Italian su- tune. Like these murdering. Like, they're, they're getting they're getting murdered, and the kids are laughing. And it's like that's the way you play it when you play the Grape Escape. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> it's one of the most horrific and graphic of, of game I, like it's and that's a toy yeah that's a toy but yeah i mean i don't know i, I don't know i guess i'm more comfortable with like murdering grapes as, as as a barometer for the society that we live in versus just a dog taking a dump in your hand <laughs> And let's so if your if your mom and dad can't afford to buy the game, kids, you can just go around outside the local dog park and catch it for the real thing. <laughs> just yeah, just keep pumping until until that dog gives you gold. <laughs> Wash your hands afterwards, kids. Wash your hands afterwards. To make to make matters uh, slightly worse, just just now looked up the game because I was curious to see who made it. I, I mm-hmm. still don't know who made it because I didn't ask. I just looked up the game. But what I did find was I found the FAQ. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, where can I buy more doggy do food in the U.S.? Which, in, I don't know. I mean, it looks like fucking Play-Doh. So I would I would think anywhere that you could buy yeah. fucking Play-Doh. But regardless, they suggest um, please visit one of these sites below to purchase more doggy do food. So let me just re- list off the sites in order. Okay. Okay. Amazon.com. Okay drugstore.com mm-hmm. familyfuntoysandgames.com okay and uh, petmywiener.com <laughs> oh god don't go to that one <laughs> <sighs> oh my lord you know, the, it, it also reminds me of, um, you know, uh, around the holidays, you see these stupid little toys. It's like a little plastic reindeer, and you put, like, jelly beans in it, and then when you, like, push its head down, it... And it poops out jelly beans. And it's like, ha oh, Yeah. Why is that Why is that fun? I mean, is why? that... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, uh... It's all it's all fun in games when it's, when it's a cute animal. You very rarely see, like, a little person. <laughs> Just... No, definitely not. <laughs> 
Or like a, like an old dude sitting on a sitting on a toilet, <laughs> vein straining out on his neck and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, you just you just press this button, kids, a couple times before uh, you know before before hungry Harry uh, drops a deuce <laughs> of fun, <laughs> a delightful deuce. <laughs> yeah, you fill it up in the in the, for the summertime, and you just make some soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> but what they what you could do is if you know if kids really get into this game, then you're a, a parent. You could just basically change any time that they take a shit as like a, a game like gonna go in and win the game billy you win <laughs> i'm gonna I'm try as hard as oh, champion champion <laughs> good job billy good job not billy sorry you don't win you didn't catch it <laughs> <laughs> fell in the toilet dummy <laughs> you gotta get your shovel <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. Why like It's where it's where we're at, man. It's where we're at. And, and again, we've said this so many times, but it begs to be it, it begs to be repeated. How many levels of of QA did that have to go through? I <laughs> I think it was I think it was ready the minute that they thought of it. I thought that we're good. We're done. <laughs> Kids like dogs. Kids like shit. Let's put them together. <laughs> <laughs> the second thought. What was that? Uh, the second thought. <laughs> Kids like shit. Okay, just check it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll call it dog shit the game. Dog shit uh, the game. Let's, right. Okay. Let's let's soften that one a little bit, <laughs> and then it'll go right to the market. <laughs> yeah. I tell I tell you what. I tell you what. I got an idea for a game. All right. It's uh. It's not just a clever pun, but it's called shit the bed. Okay, <laughs> it's called shit the bed, and uh, here's here's how it works. All right, you get in the uh, you get two characters, uh, and you get in the bed, and, uh, and and they both eat a whole lot of prunes. <laughs> all right, all right, but you know what? First one to shit the bed loses. That's right, loses. I know you thought I was gonna say wins. <laughs> well, technically, if one of you shits the bed, you both lose. <laughs> 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 All right, so we, what, we, what do we have in the drawing board here? So we already got dog shit the game. Yeah. And uh, you got, we got dog shit the game. And what's that other one you're working on? Oh, jerk my cock? Mm, let's change that down to pet my wiener. <laughs> let's, let's soften it for the, for the, for the middle class. <laughs> Make sure to reserve that, uh, web, that web domain. We're going to need that. <laughs> We're going to need that for when they run out of the food. <laughs> Sir, isn't it just Play-Doh? You shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't you ever say those words around me again. How dare you? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Let's get our minds out of the, the gutter here. Do we have enough time to squeeze one more in? We'll do. <laughs> we can squeeze <laughs> one more in. All right. I want to see uh, I want to see Mega Forced. All right. I was at the gym not too long ago, running on the uh, running on the old treadmill. And uh, since it's a, you know, a modern treadmill, it um, has a TV so you can forget about the activity that you're doing and the pain that you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I'm running on you know, a treadmill, I'm flipping around the channels and uh, it doesn't surprise me, but I guess I just hadn't really realized that they were still making uh, Power Rangers mm-hmm. um, TV show. So for, for the beginning part, I really didn't have uh, the headphones on. I was just kind of like rocking out to my own music, but watching, you know, pretty pictures go by and distracting. Uh-huh. But at some point, like, I couldn't look away from this because now, you know, the last time I saw Power Rangers, I was just on that edge of I shouldn't be watching Power Rangers because I'm just a tad too old for the demographic, but it's on after school. Like 14. Yeah, I'm like... Uh, so I watched probably the first season of it, and then I was like, yeah, no, I'm, uh, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. But watching it again as an adult, 
look, I remember a, a few things. I remember that it was cheesy. I remember that it was, you know, feel-good lessons mixed with, you know, high high stakes fake drama. Uh, you know, kids are gonna save the world, and you've got, you know, a, a bunch of dumb rubber villains and, mm-hmm. and terrible battles, and everything sparks. I mean, everything fucking sparks. Like oh, yeah. they sneeze and it fucking sparks. Yeah. So. And then always what ha- would happen is they would fight the, the rubber monster and then they would defeat it and then all of a sudden the monster would get big. Right. And then they would have to pull out their uh, their zords, I think their they zords. were called. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like why didn't they ever why didn't they ever pull the Zord out immediately and then just squash the thing? <laughs> like, and that'd be the end of it. <laughs> then, because then you don't have um, a twenty one minute show. A <laughs> then you have a six minute show. <laughs> and then you have like you know the remaining time to just look awkwardly stare at each other. Well, because because beyond the the rubber suit battles with the the obviously Japanese actors that were trying to they, they overdubbed American, right. it was like Saved by the Bell bullshit. It was, and you know what, and and that was I can I can say all of that kind of stuff is still intact. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> you know one of my one of my favorite things I do remember the the opening was that like. Like there was like, like the Zordon, I think was the name of like the floating head in the tube that was like the the leader mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He looks to his little robot and he goes like, uh, uh, "Rita, wasn't Rita? Rita? Rita was the 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 bad, the main bad guy." He's like, "Rita has escaped. Recruit a group of teenagers with attitudes." Like that. That's it. That was the qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> well, these kids are quite sassy. The little robot's like, ay, ay, ay. We found 17 million teenagers who fit that description. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind being more specific? <laughs> a little bit more specific there, Zordon. <laughs> I don't know. Make sure you get, like, a white one, a black one, an Asian one. Just be diverse with it. <laughs> How about a Hispanic one? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Not that much attitude. <laughs> So you were you were saying <laughs> yeah. So I again I remembered all of that, but look, I know that it's it's there to entertain children and and sell merchandise. I get it. Yep. I mm-hmm. do, but I still feel like back in the day they kind of still beat around that bush a bit. Like you know, yeah, the entertainment's there, but you know what? Look, when you're done, you're gonna you know they're gonna sell like. The Power Rangers dolls and, you know, they're, they're going to sell, like, the Zords and all that, like, all that crap. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but what I didn't remember was what struck me this time. And there were two there were two things that really kind of kind of took me uh, took me out of this. And the new the new Power Rangers, uh, the one at least that I saw was uh, I think it was called Super Mega Force Power Rangers, which is awesome. And there should be more words in front of that sentence because um, <laughs> be- because I love I love it, but um, when they go to fight, you've got these like kids who've been training. Oh, they've got attitude. They've got attitude, and they are badass, right? And they know how to like throw a punch and shit, right? Uh huh. And they get out there, and they're suited up, and the bad guy is ready to kick their ass, and they're ready to fight back. And what do they do? They reach into their like belt clip, and they pull up what can only be described as a cereal box toy. Okay. <laughs> and. Not only is it the size of a cereal box toy, it looks like 
12 cent cheap ass fucking plastic cereal toy. <laughs> and it flips down like a little flip phone and they zoom in and they're like transform and and like they probably can't do it too fast or it'll break like they're like oh and it is it is a tiny piece of shit. <laughs> and in the end they use swords because this and then like this thing doesn't do the job. Go figure. <laughs> Falls to the ground and breaks. Like, oh shit, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> but there's absolutely no way that this wasn't created to sell this fucking item. Like, this isn't like... Did when it flipped open, did something spark? Yeah, of course it did. But back in the day, back in the day, shows like this would have, like, the cool prop that they get to use. And then you're like, oh, I want the cool fucking prop. And then as a kid, you get like, you know... You know, it's like, you know, the Red Ranger's prop and, you know, his, his his sword and you get it and you're like, oh, well, this is a piece of shit, piece of plastic. You know what they're doing? They're managing expectations. <laughs> there, yeah, there isn't a I, fucking I, kid out there who isn't going to get one and go, I have the real fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, because even with, like, the big movies that, like, have a lot of budget, like, um... You can go to Target right now and buy a Captain America shield, and it's basically just a frisbee with a with a band on the back of it. <laughs> and you're like, this isn't like his business is like made of vibranium; it bounces everywhere, and like this is a fucking frisbee. The production value of the show itself was higher than it was when I was a kid. So if you can imagine the Avengers movie, but Captain America's shield was a tiny frisbee. <laughs> and he was like fucking all about it you know he was like yeah this is my greatest weapon my power comes from the frisbee my power comes from the frisbee made in china <laughs> captain american shield made in china <laughs> and to make matters worse like as i'm watching this thing again i don't remember all of the stuff from the power rangers from the original but i can't correct me if i'm wrong really i don't remember i can't remember this at some point, they're using swords, and the swords don't cut it. They never do. Right. But what did they use after that? Basically, these laser guns. They're using guns. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like in a martial arts setting, it was inappropriate. Uh. But then after that, because that doesn't work, of course, the writers just said, fuck it, we're going to use a giant robot pirate ship. What? 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 <laughs> yep, that's the thing they use. That's their last resort. That's the thing that wins always. I just love how basically every single episode of the Power Rangers is like um, an arms race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Cold War arms race. Because it's like, well, first we'll just use our fists. That doesn't work. And then like, okay, well, then we'll use our, our, our weapons. Like our, our, our handheld weapons, you know, like our... Uh, yeah. That are based in some kind of fighting, like, you know, uh, martial art. I'll use my um, chucks. Yeah. And then, the, like, so that works for a little bit, but then they adapt or whatever, and then that doesn't work. So then they use, like, some kind of firearm or they, or, like, their nunchucks turn into a gun of some sort. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. And then what happens is they win. Then they, uh, the bad guy somehow gets rejuvenated to be even stronger. So they have to call in their Zords, which they all fight in individually, mm -hmm. you know, like, so, so whether they're cars or dinosaurs or whatever the hell they are at that, in this incarnation. Right. So then they all come out with those. And then, like, the, the bad guy gets even bigger. So then they have to put all their Zords together and create a Voltron ripoff, and it's like it's it's an arms race, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cold War, and, and every single show is exactly the same. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, you, you just described every single episode. 
Oh yeah, totally. And the thing that's really that's always been fascinating for me is that you know they the the action parts where the people are in like the costumes mm-hmm. um, and fighting. None of that is filmed here. It's all Japanese shows that they mm. bring over. So the only parts that they film are like the live action um, like after school special bullshit, like Saved by the Bell stuff. <laughs> right. So if you are on this show, you only get to do that stuff. You don't even get to do the fun stuff. You don't even get to yeah. You don't even get to do the fun flailing around and like martial arts gym shit and, and talking with your arms and like flailing around. That's the best way to talk because they you know because because they know that the people underneath those costumes look nothing like the people <laughs> that they're playing. Not at all. You just cover up every part of their body. And and I don't not every single incarnation of the Power Rangers, but there's been a, bu- a bunch of them that actually have like the the they actually have like lips and like a like a chin yeah yeah they and like do it's, and it's molded and like they never move no. so like <laughs> so how could those people even be talking because <laughs> like like the, it's so molded to their face that you know that they'd be like <laughs> <laughs> well, so that would be a more accurate version of this just <laughs> power rangers oh it's you again i will defeat you Every time they've done a Spider-Man movie, um, they don't let Spider-Man actually talk because they don't want you to see his lower jaw working underneath of that really tight mask. Because <laughs> it would look ridiculous. Uh huh. And he also also uh, underneath of it, they, they also wear a, a helmet so that you don't see their ears sticking out or anything like that. So it keeps it that nice perfect shape from the comics. Yeah, oh, jeez. Isn't that isn't that crazy? That's actually a little bit creepy and. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, because a real human, you would see like their hair underneath of it. You mm-hmm. would like, you know, even no matter how tight that mask is, you would yeah. be able to see their hair. You would see the side, their ears. You would sure. Like, their, but they want that perfect shape that you see in the comics. So they actually have to wear like this like really tiny like skull helmet hmm. in order for it to look that uh, that iconic look. Which of course, you know, you never see that <laughs> in the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just assumed it was um, a, a stunt performer without ears <laughs> they just cut the ears off with a hot knife <laughs> yeah i mean you know take one for the team you're gonna be spider-man fucking a <laughs> like yeah you I can't have any ears but <laughs> but you get to be spider-man <laughs> until we until we replace you with cg <laughs> <laughs> well i think on that note i think it's time for some life lessons learned what valuable life lesson did you learn i learned that you really should find out how tall your vehicle is um, and that's a real thing. That's a real lesson I learned. I don't have a, f- <laughs> like, I have no clue how tall my, my truck is. And, uh, you, just, you never know. Like you see, I've seen plenty of height restrictions out there on the road before, but I have no clue whether or not I'm, I'm within any kind of chance of violating them. So right. find out, find out what you're towing, my friend. So that's, that's just good advice. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I don't know if you go out there with a tape measure or a uh, laser level or something, but you just find <laughs> out somehow. So anyway, so what did you learn, Adam? I learned that there is uh, pretty much nothing that you can't make a game out of. Because um, I, I would normally make some kind of joke where, you know, it would result in the punchline being the fucking game we've learned about. Like <laughs> That is a punchline. That, I mean, in and of itself, it's like, <laughs> we might as well make a game about a dog shitting in your hand. Wait a second. <laughs> I learned that that's where we're at. As a society, we are at the point where our games consist of simulating dogs shitting in our hands. And you know what? Not for nothing. It's actually a step above real dogs shitting in your hand. 
And then you win. <laughs> and then everyone wins. <laughs> All righty. Well, if people want to email us, they can send us their thoughts to triplefriedpodcast at gmail.com. Alrighty, you take care, Kevin. You take care, Adam. And may all of your Power Rangers be the original five. Kimmy, Tommy, Jason, the yellow one. (laughs) Joey. Billy, and the black one. (laughs) And they all had attitude. Well done. (laughs) Alright, have a good one. You too. Kids do like playing with shit.